asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're talking Black Friday flaws, 401k fails, and you're buying the wrong EV. That's right. Happy Friday to everyone. And by, well, real quickly, happy a belated happy Thanksgiving to, yeah. to everyone, uh, which we were just talking about this. We smoked our first turkey ever uh, this week. So stinking good. Still waiting on a little bit of leftovers in a, <laughs> to go back from myself. No, no leftovers because oh. got gobbled up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, Black Friday, and we hope folks aren't getting too carried away with the sales out there. Leftover turkey is better than fresh, almost like the next the next day with like uh, a, a, some a, in a roll. I don't toss that turkey oh, in. Oh yeah, you, you yeah, like yeah. the dry Not cold dry. turkey. <laughs> I prefer not to be dry, but I like I like leftovers. It, it's also okay. Here's a secret: we put a little bit of lemon pepper, uh, uh, a little bit of lemon pepper on the turkey. We kind of went uh, the wing, the chicken wings direction with it a little, a little bit. And everybody likes lemon pepper, so why not throw some of that on the turkey? A little pro advice for look out <laughs> for gonna, Matt's new YouTube channel, <laughs> all about smoking. I was going to mention though, I think folks are just they're on their tablets, their phones, their computers, scouring the internet for deals, and obviously we want folks to do that. We're going to talk a lot, actually, a decent bit about. Black Friday. But while you're at it, head over to howtomoney.com because instead of us tempting you into spending all of your money, <laughs> we've got so much great advice. We made some tweaks to the website. We've got some articles, some guides on how it is you can earn more money, how you can save more money, yeah. invest wisely. Yeah, and we just changed the navigation bar at the top too, so it's easier to find the content you're looking mm -hmm. for. If you're like, I wasn't like a major overhaul. <laughs> no, no, but, <laughs> but we just want to point folks to something that's good as opposed to something that's only going to part you. Hundred uh, percent. And one of the most money. the brand new articles up on the site that's definitely worth checking out. It's it's all about travel hacking. It's like a gargantuan, almost seven thousand word piece, but it's it's worth uh, checking out if you're saying I want to travel. 
uh, but I don't want to spend much money. <laughs> if you're frugal in that way, that article can be massively helpful, kind of help you come up with a game plan for, for how to go about that, how to get the right points, and how to use them appropriately, too, so that you are able to travel Heck for yeah. free or next to nothing, at least. Yeah, and I'm going to do one other additional plug, too, for the Southwest Companion Pass. We've mentioned, I get, did we mention this last week or a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago? Mm-hmm. It is still the perfect time of year to apply for that card, to have it in your possession, and to start getting those charges on there towards the end of December so you can score that ability to travel for free for the next two years yeah. essentially we'll link to that in the show notes love well. it all right so if you're actually buying stuff though let's talk about black friday man let's mm-hmm. get to the the friday flight the sa- uh, sampling of stories we found interesting this week and of course yes it is kind of the most consumer-centric holiday of the year black friday and uh, there was a stat we saw from wallet hub which reveals a lot it basically found that 35 percent of black friday deals offer no savings compared to their pre-black friday price right basically that shirt the toy or the electronic device it might have been just as ex- inexpensive recently. Like you, you're not actually. It sure looks like it based on the marketing, based on the it's giant it's a, red numbers, it's a red, yeah, and the slashes <laughs> and the percentage off sort of thing attached to it. And and it, it's not that great deals can't be had. There are a lot of great deals out there right now. And and it, it, we'll, we'll talk. We. Um, and we talked with deal expert from uh, Deal News recently on the show to discuss, well, where are the deals at? But just because it says 50% off or whatever, right, it, it doesn't mean that it's a deal and that you should pounce on it and that you should buy it immediately because you're yeah. never going to get find that low of a price again. We would say use a plug-in like Honey or Camel, Camel, Camel to help you figure out what deals are actually deals and to look at the actual price history instead of just that the, the giant red numbers and percentage off. Like That's more revelatory than whatever the retailer is trying to spin typically. Absolutely, yeah. In that, in that same survey, I saw that I think it was close to 13% of items are actually going to be more expensive yeah. during Black Friday, which is crazy to think that we can fall into this trap of like when you get caught in the mad rush of spending and you see, again, it's the marketing. You see the slashes, you see minus however much percent. And in fact, oh, maybe they're lying and the item actually costs you more. That was very eye-opening. Wow, yeah, when it, or even when like I saw that. in terms of clothes, I'm thinking, oh, J. Crew, it's like 50% off everything on the site. And then it's like, well, but if you just wait a few more weeks until they've got their like... Maybe it'll be 70%. End of season sales? Yeah, no, for real. You're going to save a whole lot more probably. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's also important to note that returns are going to cost you more money these days. We've documented the rise of fees to take back the stuff that you decided that you don't want. But about 40% of retailers are charging for returns this year. Uh, that is a significant increase from last year uh, we'll link to a story that kind of lists out some of the a lot of the fees of some popular retailers but TJ Maxx for instance they're gonna lop off 12 bucks when you send an item back for That's like shipping and fees double what a lot of other retailers but they're not the only ones uh, but that is a significant co- significant cost uh, so just know the return policy and think twice before you click buy I think a strategy that is worth employing something that something that we've done before it's worth shopping online because who has time to actually go in store in the next 48 hours and actually make a purchase? We do a whole lot of shopping online for sure. But just make sure that when you do make some returns that you are doing those in person. Uh, you can kind of... That's typically how you avoid those fees. Yes, yeah. shop online, return in person. I um, recently made a, re- a return run back because we kind of amassed a pile and certainly keep an eye on the dates because you don't want to get outside yeah. <laughs> of that return window, but went down to uh, a, a mall that was not super convenient. But fact is, I went to the mall because that's where all the stores were. And literally <laughs> the ability just to walk from one store to the next. And yeah. I felt so good because every ret- return I was making, it's like, boom, five bucks saved, boom, $8 saved, as opposed to 
just forking out the money and yeah. mailing it back. No, that's, it's, it's important to note as more and more retailers are charging for those uh, fees, for those returns, try to avoid them. And maybe maybe it'll, it'll help us all. It should think twice before we click to buy in the first place. If you're like, oh, I want to be able to, I'm not sure about this item. Well, maybe if you're worried about losing money by having to return it, you might just say, eh, screw it. I'm not even going to buy it. Yep. And it might be better to opt for a trip. Those can't be returned, obviously. But friend of the show, Elaine <laughs> Glusak, she's a frugal traveler over at the New York Times. She had a great article this week detailing many of the travel deals that are currently available. They're happening right now, but we also might see improved and better travel deals next week on like Tuesday of next week. Travel Tuesday. That's right. And so we'll link to that article in the show notes. If you have a New York Times subscription, you can check it out. I think there are even like kind of uh, paywall sites. What is it? 12 foot ladder is one. So you might be able to read it on there uh, without actually subscribing to the New York Times. But when it comes to travel, we're always in favor of letting the deal drive the destination. And so if there are killer deals that you're interested in that Elaine has mentioned in this article, and she lists out a bunch of the individual ones, that could be a great gift for a loved one. The gifts of an experience of a trip yeah. to Alaska or something like that. Take me along too, because I've always wanted to go. <laughs> a little less buyer's remorse involved with travel as well, because yeah, the ability to create those experiences, spend time together with loved ones. Especially when you get that lodging or excursion for 40% off. A massive discount. Okay, since we're talking about consumption, it turns out you can buy anything on the internet these days. Okay, so Carvana, CarMax, they've made it easier to find the used car that you've wanted with a fairly painless process. Amazon, they are now getting into the new car selling game. Uh, this is pretty fascinating on multiple levels. Yeah, they're partnering with Hyundai, right, to launch this. Hyundai specifically, that's right. So first of all, it makes sense. Like you think about buying a new car, the old school model, buying a car in person, it doesn't work as well for younger generations who want a different experience. Tesla, they've led the charge, right? They're circumventing the traditional dealership model where you're buying directly from them. Ford, they want to pivot in that direction as well for EV sales. But again, they're having a hard time given how tied they are to the dealership model. Yeah, there's like a dealership revolt. They're, they're, they're not happy with the parent company. Exactly. So that's one aspect of it. But secondly, buying a Hyundai when they're available for purchase next year via Amazon, that is unlikely going to be your best bet to get the best deal possible. I think it can be helpful during your research. But I think you'll be able to likely save more money by taking other tactics as opposed to just like <laughs> clicking buy. It's right. like the easy button. And honestly, it, it just seems like a gimmick. I don't understand how it is that folks like this is other than your home. This is the most expensive purchase that you are ever going to make. And they're looping you in with a dealer. So it's 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 not like you're you, still purchasing like prime delivery, deal. like showing up in your exactly. driveway. So. And who is not going to want to go in person? Well, so, I think I think that like because like, you want to touch it. You want to sit in it, literally take it for a test well, drive. These I, are so important when it comes I, to the ability to know whether or not this is a car that's going to work. for I you think or people not. care about that a whole lot less because you mentioned Carvana and CarMax and people are now getting accustomed to buying the car. Yeah, but that's, and, and as long as there's a return window, seven or 30 days like they offer, it's like the, Cool. There are return windows for new cars, though, like on used. I think that's how Carvana and CarMax were able to get around that. That's what put me at ease when we bought our van from Carvana, was that like five, six years ago now? Mm -hmm. Knowing, okay, it doesn't really matter. I can just take it back. If I don't like it. But that's yeah. not typically not the case when it comes to new cars. And that's the part that I'm kind of confused about. That's why I'm thinking, is this more of a gimmick than well, actually a, a way for them to sell a bunch of cars? And let's be honest, since Amazon's pushing you to a dealership anyway, it makes more sense to go the Costco car buying route or something like that. If you know kind of the make and model that you want, you should you should totally go try to do it through Costco's car buying program instead because you're likely to get a better price because of the negotiating ability that Costco has with dealerships in your area. That's 
that's likely going to get you a better price, a better experience. And there are ways that you could save even more kind of by doing guerrilla warfare tactics via email with different dealerships in your area for the car you want. But I think Costco is at least the best easy button. It's interesting that Amazon's going into this. Yeah, Yeah. but is this really really just a publicity stunt and it's not actually going to help people buy a car very Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we don't necessarily hate the idea of new car ownership, by the way, but we also don't love it. It's it's all about your own personal finance situation, how much you've saved, how long you plan to own the vehicle. We would suggest having an ownership timeline of at least 10 years. That makes a new car purchase far less egregious, right? far far less of a financial sin. And so um, we, we know that this isn't for everyone, but we're always pushing people to at least think about whether or not they can cut a car out of their lives and commute more by bike or by foot. Yeah, forget buying a new car. Let's talk right. about just driving less in general. Or get one of those Flintstone vehicles where it's <laughs> a car, but you are still driving by foot, right? It can often actually be worth be worth it to pay more for rent to live closer to where your job is, right? In order to pull this off. So there's this article from this website called Inside Hook. It cited a 2016 study and it found that a person with a one hour commute to work has to earn 40% more money to be as satisfied as someone who walks to their job, which is insane. It's like, that's how happy people are when they can commute on foot or on bike. Shifting from a long commute to a short walk to work would make a single person as happy, this study found, as if he or she had found a new love. And so it's, I mean, it's amazing. Like we Specifically for the single folks out there. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you don't want to find a new love if you're already married. But um, yeah, it, it's it's amazing how, how much happiness we get from just that little commute through the outdoors and as opposed to being in a box i man i was talking to somebody the other day he has an almost two hour commute each way Uh, yeah and i was like i don't (laughs) know how that's possible dude like i would go insane Uh, even though I'd catch he up goes on a lot like of podcasts. A, he only goes in like a couple times a week, though, right? Yeah, like I, think, it's, I think it's like two it's or three days. It's not like days. a daily two-hour one-way commute, which... But even two or three days. <sighs> nope, sorry. Yeah. I ain't doing it. And I, I guess I think we underestimate just how painful a car commute can be. Like, we're like, yeah, I don't love it. But from a physical and mental perspective, it can be massively draining. And to, like, changing this overnight is typically impossible, right? Unless you're going, you're able to go full work from home because you got a new gig. And that has some downsides, too. But driving your car less is always a good money-saving goal. We're always... We're always pushing people in that direction. And so, um, we again, you probably can't do it tomorrow, but it's something that you can start to incorporate into your life, hopefully, over time as you're trying to try to create the ideal lifestyle for yourself. Yeah. It's not only good for your physical health, for your mental health. It's not only good for your wallet, but there is new data that finds that the 280 million e-bikes and scooters that are currently on the road are displacing far more demand for oil than traditional elect well i say traditional electric vehicles but like like your standard electric vehicle yeah. like your leaf or tesla and so what we're highlighting here is the fact that it's good for the environment as well estimates are that these smaller electric vehicles uh, that are rapidly growing in, in popularity especially and not not electric vehicles electric like mobility devices right? so. yeah mo- mobility devices uh like so like e-scooters that kind of thing electric mopeds but they've cut the world's oil demand by a million barrels of oil per day which is <laughs> it's mind-blowing, and, and we've seen a lot of growth in this uh, sector and in, in other so, countries in particular. So when you hop on your e-bike, you're act- you're doing good. Oh, by, absolutely. By, not, by getting out of your car, by getting on your e-bike, every, every trip matters. Yeah, and so it's just this is just to highlight that like, we are fans of EVs. We talk about them, uh, how one day we might actually own some sweet <laughs> electric vehicles, yeah. but they're just not as green as many folks would lead you to believe. These microelectric devices, they are the absolute greenest way to, well... 
I don't, I'm not going to say the absolute green. The most green way is just to actually walk. Uh, the ability, Joel, for you and I to ride yeah. our, not even e-bikes, our traditional human muscle-powered yeah, bikes. Yeah, that's the absolute best. That is the absolute best. It's the most efficient vehicle. But besides that, these other electric vehicles, uh, micro-electric devices, they are the best way of getting around. They're going to save you money. And so, bottom line, exercise is good for us. But if you like to exercise, if you like saving money, also, if you like helping the planet, then bikes and even e-bikes are, are going to be a, a massive boon to the success. I was there. like really pleased to see that. And I again, like you said, electric vehicles, they're great. And I think they've got a lot of positives, right? But the, the, the fewer cars we own, the less we drive anyway. Maybe not owning an electric vehicle, but just owning some of these a couple of these microelectric devices to get around as a family. Maybe that's a far better play, depending on where you live and where you need to go and stuff like that. But that's a good goal to have, too. It's like just fewer cars in general, even if that means not getting an EV and getting around on your electric scooter or bike. Exactly. And it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And it's it just doesn't sell because it's not sexy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the new EV that whatever company has just released and so right. that's why it's sort of like again man i'm not gonna harp on this it's sort of like eating your leftovers it's sort of like <laughs> buying you stuff from the thrift store nobody there's no shine it doesn't come to in the packaging at all it doesn't yeah. yeah it doesn't have that new package smell or the new <laughs> the new car smell but it is the absolute best thing for you to do when it comes to your money but uh, we've got more stories to get to during this friday flight we're going to talk about gambling we're going to talk about some changes that hopefully won't necessarily be coming to your 401k those are two different stories, by the way, uh, but we'll get to all that right after this. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simons on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. 
Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, we're back. It's still the Friday flight. We've got a lot more to cover on this episode on this special Black Friday edition of How to Money. And Matt, we're not going to talk about gambling inside of your 401k. That would be, that, no, no. be ill-advised. <laughs> but <laughs> something else that's ill-advised, and it's the ludicrous headline of the week, is just straight-up sports gambling, right? And this one comes from the publication The Conversation. And the headline reads, Colleges face gambling addiction among students as sports betting spreads. And uh, yeah, Matt, we've kind of smacked sports gambling around for a while i i think of it almost similarly to to cryptocurrency it has a lot of negative effects for a lot of people maybe even worse and so the national council on problem gambling found that three and four college students have gambled in the past year and roughly six percent of the on-campus population finds themselves with a gambling addiction problem and i don't want to sound like a prude that's certainly not the bent that i come at this from or that we come at this from i don't think it's not that we're completely anti-gambling i have played blackjack before and i have found it to be entertaining um but and you liked it (laughs) i did uh and so but the problem is like this is like something like 3x what the rest of the population is how much of the rest of the population suffers from a gambling addiction that college students are more susceptible to 100 gambling addiction yeah and i think it, it makes sense on a whole lot of ways they're more likely to download a sports gambling app and to test test their skills and i use the term lightly because gambling doesn't really require skill i mean i guess maybe some kinds of poker do but certainly not sports gambling right the house is always going to win and they're hooking young people who haven't necessarily reached full brain maturation yet it seems like this seems like a financial and a societal problem and you and i we're typically a little more libertarian on stuff like this like Mm -hmm. uh because and i still am yeah (laughs) yeah yeah And, and it's not like i want the government to come in and necessarily shut down FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever, all those crummy apps. But the ease with which you can gamble on sports from the comfort of your dorm room is pretty stinking scary. And I think there's just an ethical question here, too, especially when states are making out like bandits. They're seeing dollar signs for uh, their coffers if the amount of money they're going to be able to make from these, the percentage they can take from these sports gambling companies. And so I guess uh, we, we don't really have any bigger policy ideas or anything like that to mention all we can all we can say is stay away and in particular if you have if you are or if you have uh, a college age child it's worth talking to them about this because it sounds like this is uh, a problem that's getting out of hand again three and four have tried it and a lot of, a lot of them are getting addicted to it it's it's going to cost them a lot of money yeah. and just uh, mental sanity too probably i think that's the problem the, specifically so if, if you look to when sports betting became legalized or when the supreme court ruled that it would be allowed in states i guess it was up to the state depending on where you live but that was only in 2018 and so the fact is there's a whole i think generation of college students and they haven't necessarily had the assistance or the help from parents to help them to kind of w- uh, wade through these waters because th- it didn't really exist while they were still at home. Yeah. And so you've got all these college students who didn't they didn't have parents who were speaking into their lives about this particular thing. And so I think that makes it a little more of a sticky situation in the current environment, as opposed to you know high school seniors today 
this is going to be something that hopefully parents are talking to their hopefully. kids about, right? And so as they go off, it's something. It's but I was talking to an adult betting. the other day. Can I just say this? And, and my friend, he said, I've never played the lottery until I could buy those tickets on my phone. And I oh, think sure. there's something about having it at your fingertips and on One, your smartphone. 100%. far more addictive than like, I have to drive or fly to Vegas, right? To exactly. Go, to go gamble. Yeah, there, there are more barriers for sure. Yeah. But I guess I just, just imagine if, for instance, sports betting had been legal for the past 30 years or something like that high schoolers going off to college it wouldn't be as big of a deal because it's like oh yeah it's always been around we know this we either do this responsibly or there might be some folks who are saying oh yeah we that's not something we touch at all either way it's something that they have learned about i guess as opposed to it being this completely novel thing yeah. that they're being thrown into the deep end yeah. with. that's the part that seems a little i guess a little more scary so okay so while we're talking about college and money we've talked a lot on the show about student loans we've talked about the price of college we've even discussed how while the sticker price of college has skyrocketed the actual real cost that many students pay it in reality hasn't risen nearly that fast um, but that's not a terribly transparent reality uh, and it's hard to make good decisions about where to go to school when everything is opaque when you can't make good comparisons uh, good news here hundreds of colleges they have agreed to make financial aid offers more transparent last month basically instead of every single financial aid offer from the different colleges looking different hundreds of schools have gotten together and they've agreed to standardize some of the looks some of the language of the offers that they're sending out which is of course going to make it easier for the prospective student to make an informed choice and so this is good but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to revolutionize uh, <laughs> what it is that students are paying to go off to college but we do think that this is a positive step in the mm -hmm. right direction uh, and actually we're going to talk about financial aid all about that and the important fafsa with the FAFSA guru next week. There are a whole lot of changes that came to the, the FAFSA, some updates that, mm -hmm. were, that were made. We're going to discuss that next Wednesday, so you can look forward to that. And a delay in launching the FAFSA form this year, which now comes out next month. And so this is going to be like timely, pertinent information. Oh, yeah. And, and man, the FAFSA, super crucial <laughs> if you're hoping to get financial aid for that college degree. Uh, Matt, let's talk about cell phones. Like we, If you were to ask me, hey, have cell phone plan prices gone down or gone up? in cost my knee-jerk reaction would have say it would have been to say that they went down mm -hmm. but kind of like the cost of tvs it's yeah. like it seems like a, a positive step you know as it comes to technology yeah. the ability for us to get things cheaper seems like there's been deflation in that category but but i was wrong i've just been swimming in the how to money waters too long and i didn't realize that no 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 au contraire the new stats show that uh, the average cost of a monthly cell phone bill has risen five percent year over year, which means that the the average American is paying $119 a month for their cell phone. Shocking to me. That's truly shocking. Insane. Uh, and I've seen other stats before, something like 80 something dollars a month. So who knows which one is right. But either way, it's way too much money, right? And so the, uh, that average price increase is being blamed on inflation. But we've actually seen deflation on the lower end of the cell phone plan spectrum. The max that we believe almost everyone should be paying is 30 bucks a month which is obviously a lot less than $119 mm -hmm. a month. And uh, by the way, the good folks over at Mint Mobile, they're having a Black Friday sale right now. We talked about Black Friday earlier. Well, they're doing a buy three, get three months free, and they're already one of the best discount carriers around anyway. Uh, so if you're paying too much, if you are one of those people paying triple digits uh, every single month for your cell phone service. What are you doing? Yeah, like do something <laughs> different. Do uh, some self-introspection. And, and there are others that question some of the choices you've made 
life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there are other great discount carriers too. It's not just Mint. There's Google Fi that we've talked about before. There's yeah. Visible. There's Boost. There are a lot of great choices for you. But the reason I would have said deflation is because I remember when Mint, not too long ago, they actually kept the price the same, but they increased the amount of data that everyone got and they didn't charge anybody a dime for it. So if you're like, okay, cool, it's time to switch. And wait a second, there's a buy three, get three from three free promotion. I guess maybe that should be my clue. And we'll link to it in the show notes, but it's definitely it's definitely something worth pursuing. If you're going to get any Black Friday deal, this might be the one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and specifically, it's the one they're highlighting, of course, but their unlimited plan, which means for 90 bucks, you get unlimited data for six months, yeah. which is, I mean, think about it again. It was like 120 bucks on average for one month <laughs> or, <laughs> or you could pay months. $90 yeah. and, and have unlimited data for six months. Uh, the, the times they actually even got on board <laughs> this past week with uh, what we've been saying for years. We're certainly glad to have the gray lady on board. Just maybe five years late, yeah, <laughs> but better least. late than never. It's like finally discount cell phone service providers have been, have they finally become in vogue? Uh, and I don't know if that's because of Ryan Reynolds. I mean, hopefully we, yeah, well. He's, he's come along. <laughs> I think he, he, he's, his presence has allowed folks to be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't so bad. Him and Blake Lively are, are, are down with it. Yeah, so. we were saying it for years, but until <laughs> Ryan Reynolds says it, no one cares. Now everybody cares. Uh, but one thing they mentioned in that article, though, was is actually a good point. You can try a discount carrier for free before you actually make the full switch. For instance, Mint, they offer a seven-day free trial. It's kind of like Carvana back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, give it a shot. There's no risk. Uh, you don't even have to cancel with the big wireless provider that you're, you're currently with. Just try out the new, the new plan, the new card. Google Fi, they offer seven days for free as well. Visible, they offer 15 days for free, yeah. which is awesome. So go out there, find the right MVNO for you. The mobile virtual network operator is what that stands for, MVNO. Uh, but give it a go. And if the service is solid, uh, it turns out most folks, they see little to no difference in the coverage that is available to them. If you like it, then go ahead and make the full switch. And if you think we're idiots, if you think we're buffoons, you try Mint Mobile for, for seven days and you're like, this is trash. This is way inferior to my Verizon service. Well, then check out Visible because that's on Verizon's network. And then there if you're you like, go. wait a second, no, this is trash too. Well, then stick with your really expensive stuff. If it means that much to you and if it's that much better, then go with it. It's just that most people don't experience a significant downgrade or, mm-hmm. or really even notice a difference. Uh, something else, Matt, that's gone up in price substantially? insurance rates like that's both on cars and homes and uh, rates have risen something like nine percent through just the the first three quarters of 2023 there, there's been some hullabaloo in the how to money facebook group about this very this very thing and there was an article actually in a online publication called utopian about how adjusters are, autopian autopian like auto yeah, yeah utopia yeah right yeah autopia and so uh <laughs> kind of like carvana like very similar sort of naming mechanism but it was about how adjusters are totaling cars more often because of the increased costs of repair, and this is only contributing into like a rate increase spiral, right? Yeah. And this happened to me, like when my old van in the spring, when I got rear-ended, it was totaled, and it, it probably could have been saved, right? But uh, it, it's just kind of erring on the side of caution. A lot of adjusters are saying, ah, no, we're scrapping it. And so um, there's no perfect solution for what to do. But shopping around is basically the best thing you possibly can do mm-hmm. on this one. Insurers have different algorithms for setting setting rates. I don't know if any of them are offering Black Friday deals or not. But uh, we would say cheaping out and reducing coverage is typically not your best bet unless you have an old car and you're dropping full coverage and you can self-insure if you need to replace that car. But hiring a local independent agent via a site like trustedchoice.com, that can be the smart, savvy way to proceed. Because I know that this is a pain point in people's budgets, Matt, 
because yeah, it's nine percent for some people, but for other folks in other places, it's thirty, forty percent oh. increases, and that yep. can that can be hard to stomach. If it can feel like a gut punch, the only way really to combat this is to not be loyal and is to shop around every time that happens and try to find a, a decent insurer that'll offer you a better price, or by completely dropping a car from your life altogether, then yeah. you don't have to insure that bad boy go. anymore. We actually dedicated an entire episode to that. Was that last year or maybe even two years ago? Maybe we'll link to that. We will link to that in the show notes uh, uh, during this episode. Yeah, that's big savings on multiple fronts there. Yes, absolutely. It just made me think, too. I've received a, a notice from my car insurer saying that, hey, your low mileage discount renewal is up. Click here to update your mileage to make sure that you still maintain, uh, that you still qualify for, for your low mileage discount. And I got a little nervous because we, this Were first you right time. on the cusp? I, I don't know. I, I went ahead and submitted it, but we've moved and we're doing a lot more driving. We're Kate commutes the kids up to school and it's like a 30 mile minimum a day trip, which back in the day, dude, we weren't driving anywhere. Oh, yeah. And so I'm a little personally, I'm a little nervous as well. I'm going to continue to see my car insurance go up even more. I have to take some potentially drastic steps in order <laughs> to get the insurance insurance down. Uh, I suggest blackmail um, for your insurance <laughs> agent. That's one way to go about it. I'll give it a shot, man. Let's talk about 401ks because there are so, at least some 401k matches that are falling by the wayside. They're getting axed at some employers. Big companies like IBM and iHeart, they either have or are eliminating that perk, that 401k match uh, for their employees this year. Lots of employers actually took that route during the, the worst part of COVID when the future was largely unknown. But it's honestly surprising to see this benefit being taken away while things are overall doing pretty well. It seems like the economy is doing, doing solid. In the case of IBM, uh, it's going to be pretty demoralizing, though, to see that 5% match vanish in 2024. Luckily, this isn't a trend, at least not yet. Not that we've noticed yet. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it might be, because as so the article, uh, and again, we'll link to it in the show notes, they talked about how IBM has often set the trend. Like, they have been sort of a forerunner when it comes to how a lot of larger employees are able to provide benefits. Employers, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, employers uh, provide benefits for their employees. But in the case of IBM, it's, it's interesting because they are taking away the match, but they are still putting away that 5% of employee annual salary, their income, towards like a defined benefit plan. So there's good, there's a good side of this and there's a bad side of it. The good side is that what it means is that regardless of what you contribute, you will still get that 5%, which is pretty sweet, right? And what that means is that now everybody gets to participate, basically 100% participation, which is, which is awesome. But the downside is that it's like a defined benefit plan. It's like a pension and that money isn't invested. Like you're just receiving a, a flat 6%. And so the so the good is that everyone gets to play. The bad is that there's a limited upside mm -hmm. to what those dollars are doing from you. And when you're talking about trying to achieve some sort of sense of financial freedom, you need to be investing your dollars. And 6% is barely higher than what you can earn in a high-yield savings account right now. I mean, dude, even the S&P over the past week, uh, we've seen like a 10% increase in a single week. Yep. We're talking 6% over the course of a year. You need There's, that market exposure. You, you need that. You need that volatility, especially, and by volatility, I mean the ability to potentially see outsized returns, especially when you are in that wealth building phase of your life. Yeah. All right, let's keep talking about 401ks. And, and by the way, if that happens, if your 401k gets axed by your employer, it's it's a it's a good idea to well probably prioritize the Roth IRA above the 401k then. And also, 
maybe start looking for another job because <laughs> it yeah. could be writing on the wall saying, hey, this this company is not in a healthy spot financially. So, yeah, you might be forced out the door anyway, but you can also try to find an employer who has better benefits mm-hmm. and maybe better pay at the same time. Yeah, don't necessarily run for the doors, but that should be a red flag to 100%. be like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It, it would be like your significant other saying they don't like smoked turkey and, <laughs> and you know, Matt would run away from that relationship. But There's, there's red flags. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. Exactly. Uh, all right, more bummer news on the retirement front though 401k hardship withdrawals they're up significantly since the beginning of the year and uh, basically the withdrawals are up 28 percent year over year so people taking money from their retirement account that's meant to fund those decades when they're not working in the future right and baron summed it up well they said that retirement accounts are the new emergency fund which is scary yep but true <laughs> this is why and that's what's you, happening you need an actual emergency fund so your retirement account doesn't turn into your emergency fund uh, cascading, causing other financial problems in your life, right? This is a horrible way to access money. And people are taking out, on average, 5000 bucks from their tax-advantaged account to use for current expenses. And I realize that some people, it's like they've got no other place to turn. Um, but that is why we talk about having the e-fund set aside before you start investing. Because, Matt, you made this mistake early on with your Roth IRA. Someone 100%, said, listen, man. the Roth IRA is the ticket to building wealth. And you're as like, a, as a dumb 22-year-old. Great, I'm in. <laughs> 23. But then you had to pull it, pull it out because you didn't have enough money in savings to cover uh, an emergency that came up. And this is the way- Not even an emergency. It was just moving costs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed a little bit of cash. I just needed like a pack of gum. To hold me over. <laughs> a two liter of Coca-Cola. Uh, but yeah, th- th- there there are so many downsides to taking money out of your 401k. It means it does dollars no longer growing for your future. Uh, you're also uh, going to owe tax and penalty on the money that you take out as well. So before you tap your 401k for money, think twice, right? There, there are ways to borrow from your 401k to take a loan, which also isn't typically advisable. It's there are some circumstances where that makes sense, but a hardship withdrawal is bad news bears. To see those numbers jumping as much as they are in that space, it just makes me nervous about the the financial situation of Americans. And it, mm-hmm. it would be better for you not to stick the money in in the first place than to pull it out like that. Stick it in a oh, high yeah. yield savings account instead, and then once you're you've got enough of a buffer, that's when you can start funneling money into your tax advantage retirement accounts. Absolutely. All right, man. I think that's going to be it for this Friday flight the Friday flight after Thanksgiving. We hope everyone has a wonderful time with your family. Stay safe on the roads out there, which also, by the way, a great time to uh, not only listen to podcasts. It's always just great, too, to hit, hit the road and listen to audiobooks. Oh, have yeah. you been listening to, to anything recently? Yeah. So right now I am listening to The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. Oh, yeah. some classics, man. Yeah. Okay. So Project Hail Mary, it's been out. It's been published for a while now. But specifically, the audiobook, dude, this is so good. I've found so much enjoyment because the uh, the guy that's reading it, reading it is it's phenomenal it's literally i think the best audiobook i've ever listened to it's amazing so, how i don't want to like oversell it or anything like that but if you're into sci-fi and you're looking looking for a good book man project, that's a, project hail mary that's a real talent Andy Weir, so being good. able to read books well it's well, he amazing does, he but. does all the accents as well and not not only that but he's yeah, yeah i don't want to give anything away yeah but there's a in, in particular there's a very good special accent that he does <laughs> does as well well, the actor William Hurt reads this on All Rise. Oh, also nice. rides. He's got it, a great it makes, voice. It too. makes all the difference. It does. Makes me think: Should we go to like 
vocal coaching or something like that. <laughs> probably. You should just talk different in yeah, your real yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we probably won't do that. <laughs> we should get better. But uh, <laughs> we're always trying to do that. And if you have a suggestion for how we can get better, we've actually got... Let us know. We've got a, a place on the website, howtomoney.com slash do better. You, you can, can just drop, email us too. Drop us a line, say, hey, listen, guys, you could really <laughs> pick up the slack on this end. Um, but yeah, you can also go to the website, check out other things. There's a lot, like we said at the beginning, there's a lot more content there. Yes. And you can always sign up for the How to Money newsletter at howtomoney.com slash newsletter. But Matt, that's going to do it for this one. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Alrighty then. I was listening to it some yesterday. Um, so much fun. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.